morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome back to the waiting room. I pray you rested well and woke up just grateful, grateful that you did. And today we're going to read Acts 9. I was just prompted in my spirit to read this after going through a post and seeing um, a post from one of my sisters on Facebook. And the Holy Spirit just prompted me to go ahead and read through this chapter with you guys. And perhaps it's to shine light on change, right? In Acts 9, it's, it's going to be about Apostle Paul. But remember, he had, a, he had a different name before he was an apostle of Jesus Christ. So we're going to go through Acts 9. If you want to read along with me. If not, you just want to listen to me babble, that's great too. But uh, I just I just want to say that people change. And the only time we change for the better is when we get to know God. And, you know, it's not okay to go around making people feel some type of way. Like, I've been real agitated in my spirit. I've been heavily in prayer because... I'm tired of hearing, oh, you've changed. Oh, oh no, you've changed. I've never been a rotten person. I've never been a rotten person. I am somebody who has had to stay in flight mode and defense mode because I grew up in a narcissistic home with people who acted like I didn't have a right to be there. I grew up in a home where I was not protected by anybody. I grew up in a home where I was just cast aside by everybody and things that happened to me were not discussed they weren't even believed so yes growing up I was very I, I am not going to say that I was mean because I wasn't I've always had a good heart but I was defensive you know and I've always had people gossiping about me and my family and you know you know how families are And now that I'm back in touch with everybody, I find myself just wanting to run back away from them. You know, and it's not because I don't love people. I love people. But I don't want to be tempted into an old way of thinking because the people that I love keep taking low-key shots at me. Right? Subliminal. (laughs) I'm not a stupid person. I woke up kind of stuffed up, so excuse me if I sound nasally. Anyways, I just wanted to say people change. People change. And if you're going through a battle, beloved, and if you're finding yourself being tugged in your spirit to leave people behind, then do it. Do it. Because the most important thing right now is your walk with Jesus. The most important thing you can do is pray for people. The most important thing you can do is fall to your knees in repentance. We don't need to waste our time, you know, being upset about people that talk about us or, you know, I don't, even if it's something nice they're saying about us, if it's backhanded, it's backhanded and people know what they're doing. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm to the point where I've been there for people. I've shown up. Anytime someone's asked me to show show up, I've shown up. And I'm tired of people talking about me poorly. And I'm just not going to stand for it anymore. And I'm going to start calling people on it right when I hear it, right when, right when it happens. And that's not mean. I'm an accountable person. 
And I expect others to be that way with me as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have had a lifetime of sweeping things under the rug, pretending they never happened, and I will no longer do that. God says, no more. God shows my spirit, no more will I take this. No more. No more will I feel bad at the hands of people that weren't there to help me through anything. Right? I'm working on a book. And it's not to expose things. It's because I have had such a hard life. I have been through such horrible, horrible things. And it didn't make me break. And it didn't make me hate people. And it didn't make me become this just disgusting, filthy person. It drew me nearer to God. Each thing that I went through brought me nearer to Jesus to the truth so I don't regret anything but I will not stand for people mistreating me because I don't go about gossiping and talking about people telling people's business trying to pretend I want to pray for people by telling their business I don't do that I don't do that and I'd appreciate if others don't do that with me you know if you're concerned for me or if you If you want to pray for me, pray for me. Don't take me to your circle of of busybodies to be the topic of your next discussion. I don't appreciate it. You need to repent. You need to repent for doing these things. It's not okay to go about household to household talking about the last one you were in. It's not okay. I've been through some serious stuff that I'm still trying to heal from. And I don't appreciate people trying to throw me off base and being mean to me behind my back when they would never even have the nerve to say one thing to my face. I'm no longer a mean, violent person. I'm so tired of You know, people looking at me like, oh my gosh, you used to be this way. No, I wasn't a tyrant. No, I wasn't. I had people that called on me to be a bully. So that's what I thought I needed to be. And then the same people that called on me to be a bully would turn around and act like I was a monster. Now, before I get on a tangent with this, beloved, excuse me. We are all going to be dealing with these things, these things coming to surface, these things from childhood, from families, from whatever. You're going to be dealing with a whole lot of stuff right now because the veil is thinning out. Time's getting shorter and shorter. Things are trying to throw you off track, trying to anger you, right? To get you to react in ways that you shouldn't. And I'm just here to vent, to tell you guys that people change. Show grace. If somebody's really trying hard to make it, leave them alone. Let them do their thing. Just let them be at peace. That's all I want. I just want to be left alone. I just want to be at peace. I want to do what I do for God. And I want to try to build what I'm building for my family. 
anyways, let's go ahead and read, because now I'm feeling some tap away. <laughs> let's go ahead and read through the Bible. This is what I was prompted to read, so we're going to go ahead and read through chapter 9 in Acts. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound into Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand, and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. And hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, hath sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith, and arose, and was baptized. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with his disciples which are, excuse me, which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. But all that heard him were amazed, and said, Is this not he that destroyeth them which called on his name in Jerusalem, and came hither for that intent, that he might bring them bound unto the chief priests? But Saul increased the more in strength, and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that, proving that this was very Christ. And after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying await was known of Saul, 
and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. And then Saul came to Jerusalem. He essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with him, oh, excuse me, and he was with them coming and in going out of Jerusalem. And he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Grecians, but they went about to slay him. Which then the brethren knew, they brought him down to to Caesarea and sent him forth to to Tarsus. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in fear of the Lord and in comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. And it came to pass as Peter passed throughout all quarters he came down also to the saints which dwelt in Lydda. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Ananias, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. And he rose immediately. And all that dwelt at Lydda and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. Now there was a Joppa, a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is in, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and, and alms, deeds, alms deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom when they had washed, they laid her in the upper chamber. And for, for as much as Lida was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples and heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was coming, they brought him to the upper chamber, and all of the windows, oh, excuse me, and all of the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made, which she was with him, while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down and prayed, and turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up, and when he had called the saints and widows, presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa that many believed in the Lord, and it came to pass that he tarried many days in Joppa with one Simon, a tanner. So you know what I want to do right now, beloved? I'm going to go to this in my King James Bible. In my uh, study Bible here. Because if you're new here and stumbling upon, you probably have no idea what we're talking about here. So I'm going to go to Acts 9 in my Bible. And let's see what it was about. The Great Escapes in the Bible. Reference what happened. What the escape accomplished. Okay, so what happened, what the escape accomplished, and the applications. Let me see here. Okay, 
Paul. Let's talk about Paul. Because there's a lot of there is a lot of controversy when it comes to Apostle Paul. So I encourage you, if you have a study Bible, to after you read the chapter, go and see what it says about Paul, who he is, how he became changed, what why people were so afraid of him. Now remember, Jesus gives you a new name. So a lot of the times in the Bible when you're reading you're reading names, it's the first name they were given, like Saul. Paul used to be Saul. So Paul's strengths and accomplishments. I'm not going to read everything about him. Well, I have enough time. Let's go ahead. No person apart from Jesus himself shaped the history of Christianity like Apostle Paul. Even before he was a believer, his actions were significant. His transied persecution of Christian following, Stephen's death got to the church started in obeying Christ's final command to take the gospel worldwide. Paul's personal encounter with Jesus changed his life. He never lost his fierce intensity, but from then on it was channeled for spreading the good news. Paul was very religious. His training under Gamaliel was the finest available. His intentions and efforts were sincere. He was a good Pharisee, knew the Bible, and sincerely believed that the Christian movement was dangerous to Judaism. Thus, Paul hated the Christian faith and persecuted Christians without mercy. Do you understand? So back in those days, you know, they were heavily into the Judean law. So they had the Torah and they were not willing to budge to learn that God hadn't finished what he had revealed to them. You know, that's the thing with the the original Jews in the Bible. They, They kept worshiping. They kept falling into worshiping false idols, right? Because they, they couldn't believe that men that God presented to them were actual prophets and, and they didn't believe in God himself. Even though they knew the Bible so well, they knew it so well that they couldn't even see that the Messiah had just come to them. Anyway, so the apostle Paul was feared because he used to murder Christians. He used to murder them thinking that he was doing the right thing. Men, men in those times really thought they were doing the right thing. They thought that Christianity was just another religion, another way to practice uh, witchcraft, if you will, even though old religion is really witchcraft. Anyways, I just want to say God bless you guys. God bless you in a mighty, mighty way. I hope that this edified you. I know that I didn't say much today. I just want to shine light on the fact that people change through God. People change right? And once in a while, we're going to get agitated by old things. We're going to get tempted to react the way we would have before. I'm just saying, don't, you know, talk to father, talk to father, come to Jesus with a repentant heart. I promise he'll take care of you. Whatever the devil throws at you today, beloved, God has already won the battle. You walk with your head up. You're a child of the most high. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And if you're dealing with any of the things that I mentioned, forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. People don't realize what they're doing. Don't let that make your heart bitter. I pray you have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you in a mighty, mighty way. Until next time.